you know, if you want, if you want a robust ads or if you want to best, like the biggest issue is like, you know, they're, they all have their like little small islands of liquidity. And yeah. So we just don't have that an open decentralized protocol that we can all agree on that for storing these things. And once we have that, then liquidity as a whole would, would improve like drastically. Um, yeah. So we just need to get everyone to agree on something and whether that's Nostra yeah. or whether that's something else. I just think Nostra is a really good, easy thing to, to build. Uh, and Will, thank you for joining us. Great to have you here, creator of Damas and uh, founding father of Noster, you know, as far as I can tell, right? How are you doing today, man? Hey, how's it going? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm the founding father of Noster, but yeah, I definitely played a decent role so far. Yeah, yeah, you're like, you're like, you're definitely one of the most famous uh, Noster developers, or more, most more uh, recognized uh, brands, I'd say. And not Damas is is uh, the most popular Nostra app, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, but it's uh, we have some really good clients now, so they're, I'm getting some uh, mm. new competition. So it's always fun to you know battle against uh, the other clients and just try to make the best Nostra client. That's awesome. Well, I can't wait to get into it. I have a lot of thoughts on Nostra. Uh, I have some. I have some skepticism, but I also really like the 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 mission and the vision behind Nostra. So I can't wait to get into it. Before we jump in, though, I just got to shout out our sponsor, uh, Bitcoin Beaver. Uh, I don't know if there's any Canadians in the house, but uh, if there is, uh, you might want to know about Bitcoin Beaver. Bitcoin Beaver is Canada's most user-friendly Bitcoin on-ramp. You can buy Bitcoin instantly and set up reoccurring purchases directly from your bank account. And Beaver Bitcoin is non-custodial, so it sends your Bitcoin directly to your cold storage so you have full control. So it's an automated dollar cost averaging, um, you know, Bitcoin exchange, which is the way that they should be. There's no reason for them to be keeping custody of your coins. Uh, Beaver Bitcoin is built by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. And it's easy enough to recommend to your family and friends, uh, which is important because let's face it, um, you know, if, if, if we're concerned about the dollar, you should you should look at the Canadian dollar. It's not doing much better. It's actually doing quite a lot worse. So, you know, get your family and friends on, on, on Bitcoin, right? And Bitcoin Beaver is a pretty easy way to get some Bitcoin. So sign up today at beaverbitcoin.com. Also, we have uh, this show is officially on, on Spotify. So, uh, you know, we've been doing these uh, shows with, with Bitcoin News for like six months now. We've done, uh, gosh, dozens of episodes and uh, we've had a lot of really interesting people on the show, a lot of big names and talked about a lot of like deep Bitcoin topics, trying to like advance the conversation and wrap our head, heads around a lot of these topics. And uh, all those conversations are recorded and they're going up in, on, my, on my website at huangal.com. You can put in your email and get a, an email subscription, like you get an email notification when they get published, but you can also find them on Spotify. I know a lot of people use Spotify, so you can get it there. You can also get it on Fountain app. And uh, listen to it at your leisure. We edit them down, polish them a little bit, and improve the quality, the audio quality, so they're more listenable on the go. So definitely check that out. Uh, easiest way to get to them is just to go to huangal.com and sign up uh, with your email. So uh, thank you for for uh, your attention. And um, 
Will, maybe you can give us a bit of a of an overview. Like, what is Noster? First of all, what the hell does it mean, and who came up with this uh, ridiculous Bitcoiny uh, brand? You know, what what does Noster stand for, and um, you know what? Why why are so many people into it? Yeah, so uh, Noster it stands for uh, notes and stuff transmitted by relays, and it's a new type of communication protocol on the internet. So. Uh, very much in guise with the early protocols like email, HTTP. It's actually a very simple protocol just for sending um, signed messages. And we actually use the same um, signature scheme as Bitcoin. So that's kind of an interesting overlap. But otherwise, there's actually not too much overlap with Bitcoin itself. It's actually a very common misunderstanding. Um, so the basic idea, it actually was it was created by this guy named Fiat Jeff. And he uh, I, I learned about it because I was uh, he was working on Lightning, which I was working on at the time. And uh, he, he put together this protocol called Elanural, which is just a way to fetch Lightning invoices over the web. And, he, you know, I guess just a side project he had was just like, hey, I, I might as well just go fix the social networking censorship problem. And he, so he put together this markdown document that described how he would do it. And I just remember reading it and just like, wow, this is really simple and really elegant. And I think I just spent like a weekend building a client and it was like, wow, okay, I got a client working on the weekend. And I'm like, okay, that, this is very impressive. Um, yeah, so the general idea is that it, he, we were just trying to build something that's censorship resistant where you can actually post and not be deplatformed. Um, and, and even like other decentralized protocols such as um, uh, ActivityPub and Mastodon, they, they actually still have a lot of censorship issues. And so Nostra was like the first time where I felt like, wow, this actually solves a lot of the censorship issues on, on, on social media. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I'm, I'm kind of, uh, let's say, making fun of the of the name Noster, mainly because it's kind of like when I first heard it, it's like, it, it, what is it? You know, is that even a word? But I, I love the creativity of the, the Bitcoin community because it's become there's a lot of cool names around it. Right. That's why I heard that there's one conference, I believe, which is called uh, Nostrica. Right. And that was in Costa Rica. And I've heard of like Nostrich, which is like an ostrich. So there's a lot of cool wordplay going around with the brands. Um, just a random quick question: what's the what's the craziest variation of the word Noster that you've heard of so far? Uh, I mean, like what's his name? Yeah, Ben Ark likes to say "no star" for some reason. He says that's the proper pronunciation, <laughs> but I'm like, that's just ridiculous. I mean, I I kind of like it, but it it also doesn't mean much. <laughs> Noster, okay, Noster, interesting. Um, and yeah, I, it's really cool that, so it's kind of like a, like a child of Bitcoin in the sense, because it's using Bitcoin cryptography, right? It's, uh, did you say it's like tap root addresses? Uh, it's just using the, um, uh, just like the Schnorr signatures. So it's just using, uh, we use libsecp. So that's the underlying curve and things like that, that Bitcoin uses for right. all the Schnorr. Yeah. So like stuff that's used in tap root. Um, uh, but yeah, but it's other than that, it's like, we don't really use anything else for Bitcoin. There's no blockchain okay. or anything. Right, right. So yeah, so there's no blockchain. Can you tell us a little bit about the network setup? So it's a communications protocol, kind of works for social media, actually seems to work well for social media stuff. There's like client and server uh, relationships. Can you tell us a little bit about how the network works? Yeah, so the basic idea is um, each person runs a client and these clients talk to one or more relays. So relays are simply just the servers that hold all the notes. Um, so if you want to send like a tweet or a post, you just like sign a message, send it to, you know, 10 different relays. And now, the, you know, you got censorship resistant because if one of those relays tries to, you know, delete your message because they don't like you, it doesn't matter because all your friends are still connected to like those 10, 10 other relays. Um, so it adds some like nice censorship resistant properties. 
Um, so it's a very simple idea and it, and it works really well. Um, yeah. That's awesome. And uh, I mean, you guys have been live for almost a year now, right? Um, how long has this been going on? Well, the actual protocol, I think, was started, I think, in uh, 2020, maybe, but it never oh. really took, it was kind of um, low key because there weren't many good clients and they're all like, on the web. And so Damas was the first time, we're, the, the first mobile client. Mm. And then once once that was built out, then it really took off after that, because <laughs> it turns out a lot of people like to use their phone for social stuff. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, obviously, it's become a big trend. A lot of Bitcoiners have gone on it. Some Bitcoiners have straight up left left uh, Twitter and then just gone to X. Um, sorry, to Noster. Um, what is it? What is the engagement like today? I mean, I, I have a Noster account. I don't use it very, very often for various reasons. And uh, we'll probably get into some of those. But um, but I'm definitely keeping an eye on it. And I, and I, and I think it's very, very exciting and has a lot of potential. Uh, what's the engagement like these days? Um, do you have any metrics, any numbers, anything we can we can learn? We have a really strong, like core, like small community of people who are very like consistent. The thing with Noster is there's no algorithm like right now. Um, so if you want to have like an engaging experience, you have to like refine people to follow and interact with them, and it feels very much like a small like a like a community of people who just like like hanging out. Um, so, you know, I personally don't use X that much anymore. I just kind of mainly switch over to Noster and, um, and it's fun. It's like, it's, it's, uh, there's lots of activity, at least from my perspective. And there's lots of people sending, sending me Bitcoin, which is nice. Um, that's one, one of the main benefits of using, using Damas and, and Noster is that we, um, so I put together one of the specs called the zap spec and it's just a way to like send, uh, you can send lightning to other people and have that lightning show up on the post very much like stacker news. Yeah. Um, so that's like kind of the, kind of the big draw for Bitcoiners. If you want to try it out and start zapping people and start receiving zaps, um, I <clears throat> there's some posts I got like up to 20 million sats on 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 a post, huh. like 0.2 Bitcoin. So that's actually you can make a lot of money on this network if you uh, post good t- content. Yeah, that's awesome. I love the saps idea. I think that's that's super cool. Um, and uh, yeah, I've po- I've posted a little bit and gotten some saps, and I, that's definitely like a very innovative feature. Um, what, what kind of, what kind of content, uh, do you personally go for in Noster? Like, is it, is it kind of like a Bitcoin developer side of things or is it like just Bitcoin memes? Like what kind of conversations are, are happening there that you maybe are just not seeing or, you know, not getting high signal from, uh, from Twitter on. Well, I think right the, now, anyway, yeah, the know? main difference, the main difference is since you don't have that algorithm, that's kind of pumping up content into uh into your feed you're really it's much more like a slice of life it's kind of like what people are doing through the with, throughout their day it's not like you're not getting viral like angry stuff getting pumped into your feed every day so it's very mm-hmm. it's very much more chill it's, it's less fighting um so i think that's kind of like um a main um the main draw right now is that it's just like a kind of a chiller place where people can hang mm-hmm. out so i think someone said that x is kind of like the battle zone or the war zone and, and yeah and nostra is more like the garden where you can hang out and chill with friends and that's kind of like how i use it i just post what i'm working on post interesting things kind of like you know zap yeah. funny memes um it's yeah it's just an overall much more positive thing that's better i think it's better for mental health no that's that's great i mean it's definitely true that that x is like a it's a war zone it's a you know meme war uh cultural war zone and uh yeah, it can get pretty intense. So I, I definitely like the idea of having like a more, you know, open but chill vibe. Because I think we try to use like these sort of private groups to have more controlled and relaxed conversations with friends or like-minded people. But the groups are closed, you know, so like they don't get very much exposure. 
So maybe Nostar actually can provide, um, let's say, that that environment without having it to be a, a war zone, at least in its current stage, you know, where it's still kind of in its 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 early stages and growing. Um, so that's interesting. Maybe I'll check that out. Um, yeah, and we, okay, we so, truly think that, and we we think that Nostra can, you know, we can build on this even further. So right now we have, yeah, the main use case is social networking. Um, but what the protocol really enables is a censorship resistant way to build um, interoperable kind of like applications that are decentralized. Um, so for instance, like you could build like an order book, like there's a reason why you can build like a RoboSats order book on Nostra, for instance. Um, so I think it's really important to start building out these, the, these ideas because we, if we're going to, if we're going to have like freedom in the digital space, we need, we need some technology to build on that's going to enable more digital sovereignty. And yeah, Bitcoin kind of like was the first instantiation of freedom technology. Uh, but I see Nostra as like complementary in the sense that, you know, we can start building larger structures on this thing. Um, yeah. and that's, that's, that's what gets me really excited. Yeah, maybe um, you know Bitcoin's uh, networking layer is a um, you know it's kind of like BitTorrent, right? It's a flood network, right? They just you know you share all the messages with everybody, as far as I understand. How is that different than Nostr? And how how does Nostr? What are the benefits of the way Nostr is doing it? Um, you know, like what? Why use a different network? Why not just use like the Bitcoin mempool to share messages or something like that? Um, yeah, because yeah, like that's a pretty terrible way to like to scale. Because if you think about it, all um, with Bitcoin, um, you know, it's actually kind of expensive to send the messages, like the transactions with the network. So um, you know, so you're fundamentally limited by the number of events that you can kind of send to the entire planet. Which is why we, you know, we're building onto L2s like Lightning and things like that. Um, and Lightning provides much better scalability properties. Um, so you know, you don't want to if you're sending out like a note to the network, you don't want to necessarily send it to everyone in the world. Like that, that's like the Twitter use case. But there's no reason why you couldn't have a private relay just for your community or a private relay for your company. And only the people within that company can see those messages. So it's a much more flexible model because, like, you know, there's a lot, you, there's some messages you just, you just don't want to broadcast to the entire planet. Um, so Nostra supports those models as well. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's more scalable. I mean, obviously, you don't want to be paying transaction fees for every message. That's silly. But, um, but yeah, like the, from a networking perspective, there's this sort of relay. The, the relays let you filter basically, and you can choose what kind of filters based on the relay. Yeah, the, each. I mean, even my. Uh, so I probably run one of the biggest public relays, and a public relay is one that just accepts messages from anywhere. But you know, we have to do filtering because you know, very quickly a Chinese spammer started filling up the entire disk of my <laughs> relay. Um, so you know, we have new techniques now where it's like, well, you can only post. You can't post a, a note with the same contents like very quickly like in a row, which is like an obvious spam prevention technique. Right. Um, so we have like a bunch of scripts that like that do filtering and uh, prevent people from spamming it. But yeah, and, and mm -hmm. any relay can kind of have any moderation technique they want. I, I saw one relay, which was really cool that Fiat Jack put together, which was pretty much like a, a lobsters. I don't know if you, if anyone knows that website, lobster.rs or whatever, but it's an invite only um, new hacker news. So it's like, if you invite somebody, so it starts with a single person and that person can invite someone. And then the person um, who they just invited can and can invite someone. So it creates this tree of invites. Um, of, mm -hmm. And so there's like different types of moderation techniques you can you can uh, use on this network. That's awesome. Yeah, I like that as a web of trust sort of system. That that's super cool. Um, what about? I mean, I have so many questions, and I have, there's so many way directions we could take this. Um, obviously, one of the big stories uh, was uh, the the iStore, the iPhone store. Uh, giving you guys trouble for the saps and saying that you know you weren't allowed to, I guess, sell digital content or something. 
what happened with that? Are you guys still on 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 iPhone? And um, did you guys? How did you guys deal with that? Yeah, it was a very strange thing. Um, so in their guidelines, they say you can't in uh, you can't basically encourage selling digital content, and they and they argue that having a zap button on a post is encouraging um, selling digital goods. So even if it's like you know, which doesn't really make any sense because the minute you send out a post, you're not you're not buying, you're not unlocking anything, you're just tipping someone for that content. Um, so it's kind of been, been a really flimsy thing that they've been they've been applying their guidelines like very flimsy. So I've always thought it was kind of BS. Uh, but at the end, at the end of it, we just had to remove the zap button on post. <clears throat> so we do actually have, but I don't. But I don't like being told to do. So I have a backdoor that unlocks it again, which is probably <laughs> if I was ever found out, they would probably kick me off the app store. Um, but you know, so you can still use Zaps with Indomus. Um, it's just not like publicly well known. Uh, but that's not a long term solution. So what I've been doing since now, since then, is to simply um, I've been building out a multi platform client that's going to work. So it's called I'm calling this Domus Domus Android on Android and Domus Note Deck on the desktop, which is our. It's going to be like the platform I build on that's going to let me do whatever I want without being told what to do because like I'm not in this space to be told what to do with uh, technology. So yeah, exactly right. Like the whole point is like you know you 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 want to be able to innovate, and uh, I mean th- these app stores are just gatekeepers straight up like monopolistic gatekeepers at this point so um yeah it's it's interesting because like they obviously saw bitcoin as a threat to their bottom line even mm-hmm. though like right now it's like so small there's not many people on Oscar. there's not many people doing zaps like in general uh, but maybe they foresaw a future where you know everyone if they allow this then everyone will start zapping and, and all the different clients and there could be hundreds of different clients where people use this te- technique so they had to i guess they had to stop it before it took off. yeah well, yeah, and I mean, it, it, that was going viral at the time. Uh, I remember, like, a lot of people were downloading it and using, you know, Nostra, getting into Nostra, and they just, they kind of dampened that momentum, didn't that? Or, or you know, like, maybe maybe you, from your perspective, how did that trend play out? Well, it was interesting because this it was the first time where I felt that it was, like, really showing the value-for-value value model for developers. Mm. Like, I was actually, it was sustaining the development of Domus. I was probably making five wow. to $10,000 per month from Zaps alone, just from, like, wow. releases and stuff. Um, so I was like, holy shit, like this is, this could change everything. I'm not even, and I didn't have that many followers. I probably only have like 50,000 followers at the time. So if like, if I could make that much, then imagine if you're like, you know, Kim Kardashian or fucking Mr. Beast or something, um, just like raking in tens of millions of dollars on each pose. Um, so this, there's like, this is going to prove the value for value model and it's going to change the world. And then Apple's like, nope. And then once, once they (laughs) removed it, um, I basically like the the revenue went to zero basically. um, Oh no. Um, so I was like, well, and that's kind of put me into panic mode. I'm like, well, I guess I got to like, build another client now <laughs> on a different platform. Yeah. So. Save it, save it. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so Android hasn't really given anybody issues with that, right? Like, um, As far as I know, it's completely fine to have the, the zap, button on, zap button on post. So even on right. Store. That's so weird. Um, yeah, anyway, so I mean, so that's good. So you're building an Android app and a web app. Um what okay we'll we'll have to check this out when when is the web uh, front end um, expected or how's that going well i mean i think the web is shit i know there's a lot of people who say that you know pwas are the future and stuff but i just think that the web is a complete garbage insecure place to build applications so mm-hmm. i'm not sure i'll do the web version i'll probably just do a, a native desktop application for all platforms um, okay just because it's more secure like that's like kind of the bitcoin way it's like it's not like we build bitcoin nodes in web browser i mean some people do but i think it's a terrible idea the web is set right. in such an insecure place. So, and again, this I, I know I'm I'm building a client that holds people's private keys. I can't 
You know, we don't really yeah. have good techniques for like hardware walls, or even if that makes sense in Nostra yet, right? Just because of the, the security, it's like you don't really need that level of security. Maybe if like NPubs are, you know, holding like lots of you know valuable assets or something, but I can't see a future where that's the case because I don't. I'm, I've been I've been avoiding a lot of shitcoinery stuff, so um, maybe yeah. one day there's like shitcoinery on Nostra, which is actually probably not as bad as having on Bitcoin. But uh, for the right. most part, right now, like the key just kind of holds on to your you know your text notes. So if you lose yeah. it, it's not a huge deal, but. Um, so I don't know if it's Warren's hardware wallets yet, but yeah, for yeah. now it's like, you know, you just put a private key in the Domus. And so I need to make sure that's super secure just at, at a base level. Right. And it's not like the extensions are much better, right? I think, uh, Abli is no wait, Yeah. Abli I think is one of them. And then there's, there's a few like extension browser extensions that are like, you know, being used as kind of password managers for Nostr, so to speak. Right. And, um, but as far as I can tell, those are not that much better. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's at least you don't have it exposed to like you know the JavaScript environment. Um, we saw really early on there was an app that leaked a bunch of private keys, Nostra private keys, just by having. Of course. Um, so. You know, there was I think there was a cross-site scripting attack. So someone just put some like JavaScript in a, in a Nostra note, and like it, the the website rendered it, and then it, that person was able to steal private keys from the application yeah. just from that. So it's like it's like really bad. So you pretty much need to use that extension. Um, I just, but yeah. I just find it's just like a horrible user experience to like get people to install a browser extension. And I don't know, I just yeah. try to avoid the web personally. Makes sense. So yeah, so you're building a desktop app. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, I mean, that, that's the main reason I'm not active on it. It's just, you know, as a, as a, let's say social media or like as a media, you know, person, uh, I don't want to say personality. That's just kind of cringe, but like as somebody that works in media, like, I, I, the idea of building my social network on, on, on a platform where if, if the password gets compromised, I lose everything that I built and I got to start from scratch. That just, that just kills the vibe for me. I, even though I want to be in there, my goal to some degree is to grow the brand because I'm trying to reach, let's say a wider, wider audience. Right. And so not only my, would it be like a smaller niche network, but I'm also taking this sort of platform risk. Um, however, there is, uh, I've been listening to NVK talk about an NVP, like a, a NIP proposal, like a Nostra approval proposal that he pushed forward. That was kind of like a PGP sort of protocol for Nostra keys. I don't know if you're aware of this, but it's basically like a way to rotate your keys such that if one key gets compromised, you can you don't you don't lose your identity, so to speak. Are you aware of that NIP? I am, but I don't. I've I've actually lost my key before, and it like wasn't a big deal. Like I, I don't know. Like I, I think there's like this concern, like oh, you know, if I lose my key, then I'm like basically I'm like I'm I'm no one's gonna ever find me again. But it's it's I've seen this happen so many times on the network. All you do is just like do a post, like oh yeah, I leaked my key. Here's here's my new account, and everyone will follow you again. It's like so I, I think it's kind of the concerns are a bit overblown, right? And 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 from someone who's like you know a Bitcoiner, like people should be conscious about. Um, like making sure their keys are safe, right? Like this is, if, if yeah. you're a Bitcoiner, you should already kind of have this, you know, this feeling already that you should be protecting your keys. Yeah, so, yeah but know. the problem is you can't, there is no hardware wallet support. Like you can't do, hardware, like what would I do to secure the Nostra key? I'm going to have to give it to a website or put it on an extension. You know, there is no hardware wallet for it. You know, it's not like I can do cold storage with Nostra key because I got to be signing messages online and stuff. You know, so it doesn't seem like we're at a point where we can take proper security of them um yeah it's it's definitely uh that's definitely an issue um so that's why i really like one of these nips called it was called nip 26 a delegation um because it was nice because yeah. um you could create this uh you know a sub key like in the pgp example you were giving um, yeah. and then your sub key could can kind of sign your main key and say hey look this new sub key 
is allowed to post on my main key's behalf for like you know the next you know thirty days or something. Um, so it was a really elegant way to uh, to have like secure sub keys for each application. Unfortunately, it just mm -hmm. hasn't really taken off in the space yet, and a lot of people don't like the spec. But you know, things like that are gonna make it a lot easier. I think. Right. Do you? Is there any sort of solution to this question uh, of let's say key rotation and identity management that that you like? Um, I, I'm not too familiar with with NVK's NIP. I don't know if it's a different one than the twenty NIP twenty six you mentioned, but. Um, it seems like, I mean, th this problem I find really interesting. Like, I, it's one of the most fascinating problems, I think, in the in the industry and in the internet in general is this question of decentralized identity. But the problem is, like, even the decentralized identity stuff that was done, um, that, that was done by some of the OGs of the internet, even that is, doesn't seem to be taking off. It's apparently too complicated. I don't know. So how do you think... Yeah, what is there any proposals that you do like, or is there any way that you that you see us maybe solving this problem? Um, because if, I think if if Nostr solves this problem, I think that's like a really profound piece of internet infrastructure that that gets built, right? And uh, that that'll bring fruit. I maybe have a different perspective, like you know, coming from the Bitcoin space. It's not like we expect you know you able to rotate your. Yeah, like yeah, you can create new keys and like new UTXOs, but you know, for the most part, um, you know, I don't, I don't really like the idea of like having your identity permanently tied to like a single key. Um, so I'm, I'm actually okay with like you know having these throwaway keys and, and 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 it's okay to like lose your key. I think that's like kind of like a the general feeling that I, that I've experienced. Like I like I have a, about two hundred thousand dollars on my account. I would and I don't really think it'd be a big deal if I leaked my key. I would just get a new one. <laughs> um, okay, but, but yeah. Okay, so you just get a new one and then post on the old one, and then you would expect people to a bunch of people to unfollow you and follow the new one. Yeah, I mean, like when if if this was like such a common thing, like I, it's very rare in in Noster, but if it if it became more common, we can have more clever schemes, such as you know, there's like there was one proposal where you would um, you know have a commitment and reveal it later. It's like okay, well, this is my new key, and then clients could look at that commitment and automatically go to the new key. Well, you you, yeah. you can make it like fancier, but for now, it's it's been fine just as the do social key um, rolling for the most part. And and I, I think like it just comes to me like I'm you know I'm I'm ready to tackle that problem when I think it becomes a huge issue. Um, but like right now, it's not like the biggest issue for Nostra. Like so there's bigger issues right, right now. Um, some people are really sure. like, hyper focused on that one particular issue, and I think it's like, right. kind of sucks. But it's not perfect. But you know, perfect is the enemy of good. And there's a lot of cool things about Nostra that you know are really useful, even with this like you know minor inconvenience. Right. Yeah. I mean, just, just one, like a button that, that automatically gets all the relays to, I mean, I, cause it, it, people have to, just to get, just to, to digest this issue and we can move on. But like, so people following, you know, if, if you make the post on your old account, people have to manually follow the new one or is it like it's automated in some way. Right now it's, um, it's definitely more of a social recovery thing where it's like, you gotcha. know, oh, Hey, I, I leaked the key. Like, yeah, the attacker who's like, maybe took the key could just say, oh, this is my, this is actually my new account, but very quickly you can, um, get consensus socially, but that's kind of right. how we've been dealing with it. And it's, it's it happened so rarely that it's not, it's not really been a main focus for us right now. At least. Sure. Sure. No, that's cool. I mean, I, I, I get it. Like it's, it's, I think it's somewhat of a small community. I, I would just expect it to get a lot worse if people get, you know, if it grows to a certain point, but um, yeah, I mean, I think it's an interesting problem. I would encourage you guys to, to, to look at that identity and key management problem because, you know, with, you know, like it, you, you can't change your face and, and you can't really, you can't really 
you know, losing your identity if you have a big account, right? Or like a big brand account. It's just it's too big a risk. It's it's um it's a bit of a it's a bit of an issue, but I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure that a solution will come up. And and um, yeah, and, it, and it's not like people haven't tried. Like, there's probably been like 20 different proposals to fix this yeah. problem. So it's not like we're not trying. It's just a lot of the sure. times it just adds too much complexity or just complicates yeah. everything. And um, and, yeah. I, and I I think the bigger issue is people getting their account censored off social media. I think that's a more likely scenario. For sure losing your key in, in most situations. And the way that I protect my key is I just, Fair enough. you know, I, I, you know, I have Domus and I, I keep my key in my, my keychain on I, on iOS. It, obviously if you're a Bitcoin, you'd be like, well, that's not a good spot to hold your key. But for the most part, I, I feel pretty comfortable with it there. Um, and I'm not worried that there's going to be like, Oh, anyone breaking into the security of, of an iPhone to, to get that. And I just don't put my key in anywhere else. And, um, right. I don't know. It's not like really a good solution. And like, obviously, if we want more people using different Nostra clients, we're gonna have to have a, ba- a, a you know a more reliable way to put your key into all these different clients. But right now, I I, I wouldn't recommend doing that because you don't know who to trust, right? So yeah, no, I I think it's a really interesting innovation space, you know, because the PGP world, you know, like it it was supposed to be the way to cryptographically authenticate and sign messages on the internet and identify yourself and. And with PGP, for those that don't, don't know, you know, if you if you have your private keys, uh, you know, hacked in some way or or com- compromised, you would have a pre-signed message that you would that would say, "Hey, my keys got compromised," but you wouldn't publish it. And so, if your keys get hacked, you just publish the message, and then it 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 breaks the old account. And that was the idea of the PGP model, right? Obviously, it was like there wasn't a Bitcoin back then, so. You had like these servers that you had to trust, you know, to relay the the PGP revocation certificate or whatever. And that idea, I think, is clean. It's just that the user interface and the, and the, I guess the you know maybe the complexity of the issue just didn't make it. You know, it didn't help the adoption of the technology. But now we're entering in the world where not only is AI content getting ridiculously good, but the bots are getting sharper, right? And so we're going to be end up end up drowning in bots. And drowning in fake content, and the only solution that I see is going to be cryptographic authentication or verification of proof of, of identity. Right? Even if it's not KYC, you could just, you could have a pseudonymous account, pseudonymous name brand, with a cryptographic public key. But you know, and that you know, you you have a certainty that there's somebody behind that that's posting genuine content. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but if if the it, it, <laughs> We we need something to anchor digital identity to is kind of the bottom line, and I think this PGP problem is 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 essential to that. Yeah, and, and like obviously, like you know, if you start getting into you know keys, like key management, especially with respect to, I, I even notice like in Domus when you know I get a lot of support requests. They're like, why can't I post anything? I'm so confused. And so many times people just put their end, their pub key and because you can actually log into anyone's pub key in Domus and most Nostra clients, which is kind of cool feature, by the way. Um, but like, you know, people are still not ready for like this idea of like a public and private keys, even if it, in some sense is like, you just look at the pub key as like the username and the private secret key as, as the, as the password. But you know, right. it's still, it's, I don't think maybe many people are used to like logging in with a username. Um, <laughs> anyway, so there's like those, those concerns. And then obviously like the UX issues around, you know, key management with like sub keys and stuff. Cause I even find like using PGP is, is completely like, I get to the point where I like almost given up on PGP just because I find yeah. it so complicated. And I'm like an extremely technical user, um, but like just trying to manage all my keys and my keychain and my, it's just brutal. So you, you end up with like, you know, I think a relatively elegant solution, which is 
you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with single SIG in like a bit, um, in like a big HD wallet of some kind. So I have all these keys that you can, I, I can generate and maybe that's a solution for Nostra. We have like these HD key system with different sub identities. Um, so that's yeah. maybe, maybe moving toward there, but you know, and there's, and again, and there's even cooler things you can do as well. It's like, so for instance, you have a corporate account, um, you can actually use frost, um, to, to do multi-sig for, on your, uh, on your right. end club. So that's something I don't think anyone's doing that yet, but you can have like multi-sig um, pub keys uh, on, on Oster. So for corporate accounts, which might be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Frost is super interesting. We'll be, we'll probably be doing the show in Frost uh, in the near future. Um, but yeah, it's like a, it's like a cleaner, like less on chainy uh, kind of multi-sig. You don't need to be signed, like publishing transactions to the chain. So it's very, very cool. Frost is a very interesting protocol. People should look it up. Um all right. Awesome. So, uh, I mean, I'm glad this is a problem that you guys are, are thinking about and that there's been a lot of proposals on. So I'm sure something good will come out eventually. I think it's a really interesting problem. But you said there's bigger problems in Nostr. Um, what What is the to- at the top of your mind as far as, like, things that you guys are trying to resolve with Nostr? Um, I think, like, I mean, I'm mainly focused on, you know, usability. Like, what are we going to do to, like, get more and more people onto the system? Because... You know, yeah, we can like you spend all day arguing about keys and you know and these issues, but you know if no one uses it, then it's not really it's not really a big right. deal. Right. <laughs> um, so my my main focus at Domus was has been how do we get the entire planet onto Nostr and what does that look like and what are the things we're going to need to do in our clients um, to that's going to make people want to use this new thing. It's like is it enough to, to for people just like oh yeah like. I want to use Nostra because I get censorship resistance. Well, it turns out actually a lot of people don't care about that. Um, right. So we have to start thinking about ways um, to like make it, you know, uh, attractive for like regular people. Um, and I think that's kind of, it's kind of, as a Bitcoiner, I, I'm really interested in those use cases because if we can get more people in Nostra, then, you know, by adjacency, we can get actually more people into Bitcoin. Um, that's what I've yeah. always been really excited about. Um, as 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 Domus is like a good way to like purple peel, purple peel people and and um, and the, and, the, and the Bitcoin community on Oscar is great, but it's also some people say it's like a limiting factor because they they see a bunch of Bitcoiners and they're put off. So it's like a it's like this really strange mm-hmm. balance we're trying to figure out right now on Oscar, which is like how do we get more people on and not scare them away with a bunch of weirdo Bitcoiners? <laughs> but <laughs> but we like to say like look, we're pretty nice, like. Um, you know, we're all really friendly here. We're all like sending sass to each other. Like it's, we're not as bad as yeah. you are. We're told on the media, whatever. Um, right. So that's the, been the main challenge, I think. Yeah. Well, I love the sats fe- the saps feature. I mean, that seems to have been a huge hit. Um, and yeah, I, if, if there was a mission statement to Nostra, it's probably yeah, like you know, I think that letting people monetize their social media in a direct way, right, without middlemen, without. Um, you know, censorship around payments and stuff. Cause that's one of the big things as a content creator is how do you make money from it? And, you know, the, the monetization of likes, you know, um, like I, that's brilliant. Like you're replacing this, the, the like with a sat, with a sat that's huge. Right. And, um, so to whatever degree you can push that forward, that's probably a good, a good thing to focus on. Um, and then that means you just got to get past the, the gatekeepers. Right. So, um, Cool. I mean, I can't wait for an Android version of Damus. I'm, I'll try it out because I haven't really found a client that I like. Uh, that's the other issue. But the Damus seems to be the best one. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I tried a lot of the Android clients, and I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll start using Android because like Apple's kind of pissed me off recently. So, fuck Damus yeah, Android, <laughs> Damus Android's giving my like little like fu to Apple, and just like I'm gonna make something better over here anyway. So, hell yeah, come over to the Android side, dude. It's um, it's way cooler anyway. <laughs> 
uh, you know, Apple was good back in the day, but like I think since since uh, since Buddy left, you know, yeah. to the to it's the afterlife, downhill. it's just gone downhill. Yeah. No, and I'm even noticing now, like you know, things are just like way buggier, and like you know, you don't it, totally. It, it, there's less of an attention on like the, the like those attention to detail like it used to be. So yeah, I don't know. I, I'm kind of like losing losing hope. Uh, yeah, like uh, Apple is definitely on a decline from a US perspective. I mean, I don't I don't use Apple, but every once in a while I'll meet somebody that does, and they'll show me their phone. My my cousin did. They was telling me, "Hey, there's this like thing here. What is it?" And it was like like a magnifying glass app on top of the normal UX that you could use to magnify into images. And he could. There's no way to close it. Like it was just this thing in the middle of his screen that was built by Apple. Some feature he accidentally enabled. It's like I'm that would that would have never happened under like you know the OGs of Apple. Like that's just. Like you just zoom in. That's anyway. You just gotta be able to zoom in. So anyway, I, 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 Apple's yeah. Apple's still really good at like hardware. Like obviously their their right. silicon is absolutely incredible. Like the the amount yeah. of hours and battery life you can get out of that chip, and and just the pure single core performance. Like this is what Apple's really good at. They should be focusing on hardware and get out of like you know gatekeeping software and like you know just yeah. letting people build what they want to build. Because like that's I think. Because they're going to lose a lot of developers if you can't build what you want to build. Like I don't know, yeah. going to the future, especially if we're building more, um, you know, decentralized protocols, more freedom tech, and a lot and a lot more apps take adopt this model. Then, yeah, and Apple's going to seem like kind of like too archaic and too like restrictive, and the developers are not going to want to build on that. So I think they have a, they have to think they have to think different and start um, doing something different. I think. Yeah, they have to think different. That's right, and yeah, I think you're right that their hardware is is fantastic. So. Okay, no, that's great. I can't wait for for uh, for the Android version of Damas. Um, well, how do you say Damas? What? How do you pro- how are you supposed to pronounce it? Uh, I say dumbass. Um, dumbass. That's great because I'm a dumbass. No, <laughs> it's dom- It's Damas, like Nostradamus. Like Nostradamus, right? Okay, that yeah, makes Nostradamus, sense. Yeah. Awesome. And and what are you excited for? Like like if you had to, if you had unlimited funds and unlimited development ta- talent at your disposal, you know, you had like a team of nerds and all the cash in the world. What would you build with this stuff? Like where where are the crazy ideas? Where is the exciting future that you see uh, with this technology? Well, there's so many interesting um, things that we're not even really doing on Nostra yet. Um, we are doing actually a lot of interesting things. Like there's there's ZapStream, which is really cool, which is like a Twitch replacement. You know, that someone just built Flare.pub, which is like a YouTube replacement. Um, you know, so so there's lots of cool audio experience experiments people are doing. Like I want to build spaces on on Noster. So I've been actually have like the sketch of a protocol I've been working on to get something like this what we're using right now into a decentralized fashion. But it's kind of harder because you need big servers and stuff. But it's still right. doable. You can make it an open protocol. Um, so that's exciting. Um, I want to kind of replace a lot, a lot of my productivity tooling. I think you can replace most of the annoying centralized garbage like Slack, um, like Discord. You know, all these can just be clients on Noster. And there's no reason why we need like these companies who are just collecting our data and monitoring us and selling our data. Like, I think it's just a moral, like it's just a morally better and like ethically better way to build applications. When you, when, when you build a client and server like application, you can look at the source code and, and there's, and you're basically limiting the amount of power that a centralized institution can have over you. Um, so I'm just excited to see what the world looks like when we're all using apps that are like a client server model on Noster, to be honest, just so much to build. Right. And there's a lot of people building weird Noster stuff. I mean, I've been listening to MVK's uh, podcast a lot, and he's always sort of mentioning, like, you know, he was saying that there's so many po- things being built on Noster that he can't even keep up with, like, the show notes and stuff. 
um, or like the, 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 you know, software updates. So what are some of the crazy things that you've seen built on, on Nostr that you, you know, they're probably too raw and too early, but like that, that, that open your brain to your, your mind to the possibilities, right. That maybe things that are like weird, but exciting. Yeah, I mean, like some people have been building these like um, like artificial intelligence entities on the network that interact with different pieces of data. Like they interact with the threads and text, so they can actually interact with people, or they might they might interact with like uh, you know machine generated data. So we have this concept called um, data vending machines on Nostra, which is a way for uh, people to request you know certain data, and then and robots can serve those requests in a decentralized way. Um, so there's like, the, and, and, you know, and there's also like the, this idea of marketplaces where you can have like this decentralized market and order books. Like I want to build an order book on RoboSats. That'd be really cool. Um, so yeah, there's like a whole bunch of different like use cases, which are not social use cases, which are kind of mind blowing. And to think of like the future where you have all these robots communicating with each other and they're using Bitcoin for like doing, you know, for transactions and lightning for transactions and the, it's all happening automated and things are like translating other things automatically. And so it's like, I don't know, it's just. Right now, again, there's again, like exactly what NDK said. There's like way too much happening, even for me. Like I do this full time, and I'm like, and I'm I'm usually good at keeping up on things, but it really feels like you know, you know, trying to follow the AI space. Things are just moving so fast, and it's like, oh, uh, this <laughs> this year's gonna be crazy. I don't even know what's gonna happen. I was just saying, like, yeah, that this year is definitely gonna be crazy. Um, you know, we have on the one hand like Bitcoin ETF stuff, Bitcoin prices pumping. And then the geopolitics and so on are, are crazy. And then also we have, you know, American election, which is going to be just ridiculous. Right. And so 2024 is going to be insane for sure. Um, but that's And it was like, didn't Marty say something recently where it's like, you know, 8% of all the debt has been added in the past like five years. It's like, and we're going to like, there's just, they're adding like trillions and trillions of dollars. Like, yeah, and it yeah. seems like it's accelerating. You combine that with like the having and like the ETF shit. And that's why I did this post on Oscar. I'm like, this year is going to be nutty, isn't it? because <laughs> like i just feel like there's like a powder keg ready to blow and i you know i feel like people say that a lot like every year like oh when is it gonna blow is it gonna be this year but there's a lot of uh if it's not if it, i don't know there's a lot of weird factors that are in play right now and who knows it seems it could be a very unstable year but be I agree. if you're a bitcoiner <laughs> no for sure there, there's a lot of like like logarithmic trends you know like there's a lot of like um compound interest type trends that are crossing right like on the one hand again you have the ai the development of ai just getting completely out of control like they're trying to regulate it they're just they can't keep up right the open source side of things is super strong now and then yeah you have this sort of economic upward pressures with bitcoin with all this fiat sort of uh high just ridiculous amounts of money they're printing you know like the the, the national debt of the u.s you're right it's going parabolic so yeah i mean the next few years are just going to be um the stuff of legend so um you know uh, put on your seatbelt and uh, make sure to get your meme uh, your meme folder ready because uh, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of memes. That's and for sure. Sack as many sats and front run the uh, you know institutions. Yeah, and prepare for some chaos, you know, because I think uh, there's going to be probably more supply chain uh, shortages and stuff. You know, have some just prepare for local chaos, right? Just organize yourself to to survive it because you know on the other side of this it's going to be great but the, we're going through the rough patches and you got to make sure you get through to the other side you know um all right let's 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 circle back to Noster. so yes i really like the non-financial application side of things for Noster as well like like sorry the non-social so like, i find those really interesting uh one of them that i heard is like a coin join Noster. um 
can you do you know anything about that like uh, where maybe you can tell us a little bit about what's going on on that side of things i think it was like was it the floppy disk guy who did that was doing that uh, at some point but yeah i think uh you know mm-hmm. it's just it, it, it's such a flexible so protocol yeah. in the sense of um you know it's, it's just signed json messages and you can basically put anything within the data so if anytime you just need a, a store and forward network um, so I think that's kind of the the main thing. I don't, I don't hear people, a lot of people talking about like what exactly Nostra is. You know, there's like these peer to peer systems with like real time interactivity, where it's like you, you know, you you have to hope that your peers online to interact with them, and that's okay in some situations. But sometimes you want something a little bit more asynchronous. So Nostra mm-hmm. is really good at like a store and the store and forward model, which is like okay, you put something up onto the relay, and maybe my peer isn't quite there yet, um, but maybe in the future they can come back later and pull it down. Um, so yeah, Nostra is really good for those use cases like order books and mm. I think that's useful for coin, join, coin joins. I'm not super into the coin right. join tech, so I don't really know. Uh, but anytime you need like that store and forward, um, mechanism, it's, it's really good. And then having it, you know, and just having it an option to send it to multiple servers just for a little bit of censorship resistance also a really, yeah. really big plus. Well, order books is huge because one, one of the reasons, uh, decentralized exchanges haven't really taken off is, is this order book question, right? Like you think, you'd think that that would be. Like, I don't think people really think of that, but like, you got to have an order book because you got to have a book of orders that are ordered, you know, <laughs> in, 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 in time and in price, right? And and that has to be hosted somewhere so that you can define the price, right? Like there's people offering, there's people demanding, you know, or asking for something and you got to be able to find them and sort them and so on. And that has to be somewhere, you know, like the, the atomic swap world, you know, I think failed in, in a way because yeah, there's no decentralized order books. Go yeah, ahead. And that's, the, and that's the fatal flaw in the sense that, you know, and, you know, if you want, if you want a robust ads or if you want to BIS, like the biggest issue is like, you know, they're, they all have their like little small islands of liquidity. And yeah. So we just don't have that an open decentralized protocol that we can all agree on that for storing these things. And once we have that, then liquidity as a whole would, would improve like drastically. Um, yeah. So we just need to get everyone to agree on something, and whether that's Nostra yeah. or whether that's something else. I just think Nostra is a really good, easy thing to, to build on. That's huge. So is there people working on this? Because like you're, you're talking about like uh, an or like a distributed order book protocol that you know Bisc could integrate, and maybe Huddle Huddle could integrate, and then like Lightning P2P bot could integrate. You know, like like a like a like a Nostra based order book protocol. Man, that'd yeah. be huge. Yeah, that's and yeah, because I would love to use RoboSats more, and I just I I just can't really use it that much because I'm like the only one ever just buying or selling thing on it. In right. Um, yeah. But I, but like I don't know, maybe maybe that's in maybe in that case it's tricky because you know maybe that type of order it only makes sense yeah. in the context of RoboSats. Um, yeah. So maybe there are bigger issues issues we need to solve, but you sure. know. I think it's where it makes sense. We should definitely apply it, but I don't know. I don't know how to solve this. Yeah, problem. I, mean, I just wish it would be easier. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, that's an interesting problem, right? And, that, and there's a lot of interesting problems around that. I think we have maybe some of the tools to fix. You know, like Tether to Bitcoin is would probably be the way to start because Tether is big enough. Like USDT is big enough in a distribute from a distribution perspective that that you can that you can actually use it against Bitcoin as a trading pair. Um, you know, I was looking at some statistics from chain analysis, actually. And, and in Colombia, Colombia has like, I think it was like 2.6 million crypto users, out of which 70% were Bitcoiners, I believe. We were using Bitcoin. And then, hold on. No, no. Let me, let me give you the stats real quick since I mentioned them. But, um, okay. So 70% is USDT 
of all crypto users, which is like three percent, like like three point five million crypto users in 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 Colombia, according to chain analysis, seventy percent are USDT users, twenty percent are BTC, five percent are Ethereum, three percent ADA, and two percent USDC. So that's like that's a lot of people using a fiat crypto token, right? That's that's Tether, right? And so you can flip against Tether with Bitcoin, and I think there, that would be like a market that you you could actually scale with something like this because it's all crypto native, you know. And then they can figure out how to fucking flip to local fiat if they really want to. But, you know, anyway. Yeah, just, I don't um, know. I just, I mean, I, I recently opened up like a trading app for the first time since like 2016. So I just don't like trading because I think it's a waste of time. Sure. Uh, and it's just like, I don't know how people do it. It's just it's just like all these different coins and like you're trading between USDT and like, I'm like, uh, just use Bitcoin. It's just, I don't know. Just, yeah. Well, trading sucks for sure. Nobody should be trading. Most people should not be trading. But like, it's more like, it's more like hedging. Like dollars in general in Latin America are popular because they're better than the local shitcoin, you know? And so there are people who are trying to like, they're trying to trade out of their shit coins, their local shit coins. You know, they, they, like the, the passive inflation is is like twenty something percent in Colombia, and then if you're in Argentina, you're really in trouble. And in Venezuela, you've already given up. Like Venezuela is already dollarized, right? And so these are just like third world problems, really. Like, <laughs> like most people in the West, in the North, don't they're not gonna. This is not really um, a problem for them. Um, Anyway, that's super interesting. So I think order books super cool. Uh, I would love to hear more about what what happens there. Maybe uh, maybe we can have maybe you can recommend somebody to us that's working on that stuff, and we'll we'll have them on the show. Um, yeah. So so is there anything else in particular that you wanna that you wanna talk about? You know, I think I'm again like when is the Android version coming out? How are you doing on that? Um, so this year I'm planning on having, uh, <laughs> you know, I set my targets very specifically. I'm like this sometime this year. Um, but that's the goal. Um, I'm, I'm using it right now. I'm on a phone. It's kind of early days. Um, but it's fast and you know, I, I'm just, I was able to take everything I learned from building a, a, a an iOS client. And like, now I'm like t- taking all the good ideas and throwing out all the bad ideas. So it's going to be really good, I think. Um, but it's, uh, it's going to be my like, you know, masterpiece. So I'm just, I'm taking my oh, time man. with it and, and <laughs> making sure it's really good. Um, but sometimes the goal is this year sometimes. So. That's awesome. I can't wait for that. Uh, I will be a user. Um, when, when Damas Android comes out, I'll definitely give it a shot. And, um, yeah, I really like the SAP side of things. Um, is, is the, you know, this is one area of interest of mine too. You know, you've heard of the idea of like the orange check mark, right? Kind of like a an alternative to the blue check mark, but where you you pay with Bitcoin instead. Yeah, I mean, so um, I think Sailor popularized this idea. But, yes, you know, this was uh, the huge motivation for the spec on Nostra called the badge spec. So right when I joined Nostra, I was like, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna implement the orange badge in in my client. Um, so I started thinking about this like badge spec idea. I never ended. I didn't actually end up implementing in in um, Damas, but actually other clients have implemented it since. Um, so the basic idea is maybe you would pay for um, some some unique piece of data, a signed piece of data. So it's just like another note on the network, but you can have it, you know, signed by the 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 badge creator or some like authorizer that would create these mm. orange badges for you. And then once, so what clients can do is they could pull down this badge and say, oh, this person has an orange badge. I'm going to give them a higher rating within the network and, you know, maybe not mark them as spam as much. Um, so it's a really cool idea. Um, but I think more generally, you can just kind of use zaps for this. So zaps are again, a piece of a data that says that someone paid for something. So one thing I was going to do in one of my clients was in the, in the DMS, at least 
you could say, um, if someone has zapped me recently, I can like pull down those zaps and, and maybe put those higher up in my DMs. I know those people are like, really like real people, right? Cause it's harder for robots to send zaps because, um, you know, you actually have to have Bitcoin and you know, be attached to the lightning network. It's not like it's impossible, but you know, most yeah. people are sending zaps for humans right now. So, um, it's definitely a good idea. Like using this idea of using zaps to kind of rank content or to like filter out spam is still, we're not, there's not many clients doing it, but it's going to be very soon in a lot of clients. Yeah. Yeah, I really like the idea. That that seems like a, you know, a decent place to anchor, you know, real content, right? It's like, you know, are people actually rewarding it, right? Well, Not only real, I, but useful, right? And yeah. This is why I want to build an email client. Um, I, I don't haven't talked about this much, but I want to replace my email with like <laughs> Noster, some this like, like Noster mail or something. And because my mail, mm-hmm. my inbox is a fucking disaster. And if I could just like rank it, but with Zap somehow, or somehow use Zap to get a message, in, that's a super cool idea. It, it would be, and, it, and you could yeah. actually use like proper Noster encryption, so it'd be like and then encrypted for the for the mail, which would be nice as well. Um, so yeah, I, I still one of those clients I want to build, and no one else has really built it yet. And I, I'm going to be doing that. Soon. Right, and and it would be interoperable with email. Other email clients, you would have to build a bridge. And so, this right. would obviously, if you're if you're going to replace email, it has to have a bridge to email. Um, so, mm-hmm. I would probably build like a some type of email server that like sends Nostra notes, and then and then when you send it back out, it will convert into email if they if they're not on Nostra. So, it would, it would require a little bit of interoperability. But yeah, for the most part, if you're just like Nostra native, you just have a Nostra native mail client would be really fun. I think that's super cool. It wouldn't be amazing if Proton Mail listened to this call and they were like, "Hey, you know, we'll add SAPs to it for protocol." You know, like Nostra, Nostrify, Nostrify Proton Mail. They should. Everyone should switch to Nostra. It just makes more sense, and we have much more interoperability between all of our different applications. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like I like the idea of SAPs a lot. I mean, I think I think MVK has some good points around like you know you don't want to be mixing up your your what your money wallet your 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 financial accounts with your identity in a public network. Ideally, those should be separated. Um, He's been making this case in general, right? Because that that's like that's kind of like the path where CBDC start to get trippy, right? Like you you have a public name and you know like Ethereum, right? Like you you have a, a you know uh, Ethereum nerd dot eth, and then here's all the crypto shit coins I own, and then like <laughs> my fifty NFTs and you know my uh, virtual reality tennis shoes that I paid too much money for, right? It's like nobody wants to see that. And if somebody wants to see that, it's probably not the kind of attention you actually want, you know? So, like, like your wealth and your identity should be separated on a public network. I think that's an interesting idea. Um, so, I go back to, the, like, this question of identity. Like, I think we need to solve that identity problem. Because otherwise, we're going to end up in, like, this KYC world, like, dystopia. And um, But... Um, but I really, I really like the crypto, the, the, the Noster side of things. I think, I think it's, it's got a lot of potential. I just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it growing a little bit more. I think you're just still addicted to Twitter, is what you're trying to say. I'm definitely hooked on Twitter, bro. It's my, it's my drug. <laughs> I, I literally, I've been on, I've been on Twitter since 2008 or something, and somehow I just like lost my addiction when I switched to Noster. I just, it was very easy. Is that right? Maybe I got to just switch drugs, you know. They, we um, always say like take you take a month off twitter you know try to see what it's like on nostra like we mm-hmm. had this thing called nostra november where you like 
the goal was just to get off Twitter and go on Oscar. Everyone mm-hmm. who whoever did that just they instantly switched because they realized that their mental health was like a thousand times better and yeah. it was a much much nicer place. And once you're out of the matrix, once you're out of like the algorithm that keeps sucking you in, the engagement algorithm, which is making you angry mm. and sad. And um, once you're free of that, it's like, wow, this is what it's like to be just a normal, in a normal community, just t- chatting with people and hanging out. <laughs> and you realize, wow, I've been manipulated so strongly on this algorithm. And mm. that's what made me very like weary of, of, of algorithms and like why there's like, there's like this huge danger of them. People don't really know like what's happening to their brains when, but once you're out yeah. of the matrix, it's like, wow, it's like so much nicer. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, it's crazy to think and learn about the dopamine, the effects of the dopamine reaction that you that you get when somebody gives you a like, you know, like how deep of a psychological hook that is. You know, the guy from um, there's this guy that made this film uh, about Facebook and how crazy it was. Um, I think he would just went on Joe Rogan again. Anyway, I'll, I'll see if I can find it and I'll post it. I can't remember the name, but yeah, there's this, there's a lot of work being studied, psychology work being done on, on, on that. Um, but I mean, you're, you're probably hooked on getting saps no? Like, isn't that the new drug? Yeah, it's basically converted to that. <laughs> we have this feature in, in Dom, it's called only zaps, which disables reactions. So you don't see reactions from anyone and you can't like anything, but um and then oh, other people funny. can other people can see that you've enabled it so you have this little lightning bolt next to your name so they know that even yeah. if they like yourself i won't be able to see it so yeah Listen. it's definitely it kind of transitions into zap addiction versus like addiction I mean, yeah it's what one of the best ways to deal with addiction is just to upgrade them you know and at least on this exactly. one you're, you're you're getting some money for it right um likes likes just don't hit the same anymore you know i've got to get those <laughs> it's like what is this you know a, a sap for ants yeah <laughs> it's like it's so funny though because like when you get one sat zapped it's actually like more insulting than not getting a zap it's it's a very weird psychological thing that people so if you want to annoy someone send them one sat even though it's like why would you be annoyed you're getting one sat it's like it's actually <laughs> I don't know, it's kind of annoying <laughs> <laughs> okay so um i should ask you about the lighting network because uh you know we had we had the the founder of of zoos on a few weeks ago and it was a huge show very popular um and they were kind of like breaking ground on on the lightning network side of things because they were kind of building this sort of they're using like this offbeat uh time lock system you know to enable new feature for like i don't know non-custodial lighting addresses or something like that Uh, i imagine that saps are a little bit similar right like you kind of broke the mold uh, what, what, how's, what is the lighting side of things for you as, you know, as a developer of basically the biggest Nostra app? Are you saying like, how, how do we interact with the lightning network? As, as a yeah. Like what's, yeah. How do you interact with it? What's interesting to you in the lightning network and, and where have you maybe pushed boundaries or, you know, gotten blowback or, you know, like what, a, what do you need the Lightning Network to be as as a Nostra developer? Let me ask that question. So, I really like this question because no one's ever asked me this, but I find it's like one of the most important questions, especially in the, in the context of like how Nostra interacts with Lightning. Um, That's what we do. So, here, you know? That's a big question. So, go ahead. <laughs> no, it's true though because uh, one of the biggest criticisms that Nostra people get is that like, okay, well, we're just funneling people into custodial wallets just because it's easier. Uh, and it's true. Like we do that because this honestly just the non-custodial wallets just aren't really solving, are, are just aren't really solving the problems that we need to be solved. Right. So, so I've been thinking a lot about like how, 
how do we make it easier so people just like can actually just use their own node, for instance, and not rely so much on custodial? Um, and, and one of the big issues right now is the Zap spec that I put together. It relies on Elanural. Um, so Elanural is a huge centralizing force. And I even knew this because I was like the biggest like anti Elanural person ever. I was like Bolt 12 Maxi. I worked on Core Lightning. <laughs> um, but then I realized like, well, Bolt 12 doesn't really help either. Um, so I was like, well, I guess I'll just use Elanural because it's it's easier. Um, so Elanural is baked into the spec. But now I realize that we probably don't need it. Um, so we have this new spec on Nostra called um, Nostra Wallet Connect. And what you can do is, <clears throat> let's say someone wanted to, let's say someone wants to fetch an invoice from your node. You can actually just have your node open a connection to a Nostra relay and receive the request that way. And th what's cool about this is that it kind of gets around the firewall problem. So you don't need to have, you can actually just run your Umbral node behind your network and not have any publicly facing things and still get, have a way to serve up um, Zap invoices. Um, so there's like, I think we can actually innovate on the, the Nostra side for like making uh, Lightning more decentralized just via, via using Nostra Relay as proxies. So I'm hoping like in the future, um, the, the Zap spec V2 would just have that instead of Elanural, we'll just use Relays. And then so it'll actually just make it a lot easier for people to run nodes to, to, to get zapped. Yeah, Elanural is convenient, but I don't like it either. It's always seemed to me like a centralizing layer that was getting way too popular way too quick. You know, I wish I wish we had like Namecoin domain names, you know, like that's where I'm at. Like, I wish we had like I could just use Huangal.bit and that was my username for everything. Um, but um, apparently nobody likes that idea. So that's that's just me. Yeah, I mean, is, is Namecoin still around? I don't know if people still use it. It's still around, man. It's got like 80% of Bitcoin's hashing power. It's, you know, it's, uh, you know, Satoshi basically like hard plugged it into Bitcoin's proof of work somehow. And so it gets like a bunch of hashing power for no oh, reason. It's like, it's like Merge Mind or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Merge Mind. So it's got it's got indestructible levels of uh, of hashing power. And uh, there's oh, one guy working on it. Again? I should check that out. <laughs> <laughs> my username <laughs> I, I gotta get that yeah yeah it's probably floating around somewhere um people are apparently are are pretty nice with those domains i guess i don't know but um and yeah and there's one guy working on it called jeremy as far as i know and the guy managed to get it into a nightly build of tor so that it could be like the domain the dns layer of tor um i just can't get around the fact that like you basically would have to run a namecoin full node just to resolve dns queries which seems if you want to do it reliably <laughs> otherwise you yeah just yeah we rely on some third-party provider of it or something but, yeah yeah it's like a five gigabyte blockchain but it could probably it would probably get bloated pretty quick um i don't know yeah so that's 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 where i would like to be but yeah no that that's that's really interesting i mean i i understood like to be honest like 40 percent of what you said about lightning there but uh, it sounds like there's some there's some room for uh for innovation there so that's, that's and there's cool. some people doing other interesting things like i think uh there's a lot of e-cash um like cashew nostra stuff mm -hmm. going on you know so there's no reason why you couldn't have like a cashew zaps it's like, i'm not a huge like fan of cashew like but mm -hmm. i know some people seem really into it um and it actually seems like a much more reasonable thing let's say in a world where we can't fix the custodial like attraction of unlightning like everyone just ends up going to custodial things anyway mm -hmm. and actually it may, actually does make sense in that in that scenario to have a lot more you know uh, mints and like where you have like much smaller centralization risk uh, but you still mm -hmm. have like pools of people using uh, eCash. i don't know i'm again yeah I'm, I'm just hoping we can make lightning better so we don't have to rely on those solutions yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, the 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 cashew side of things, they kind of those are like Fetty mints, right? Like they're like um, yeah, yeah, Shamian mint stuff. Yeah.
those are super cool because they're way more scalable and they're way more private. Like they, they don't have an on-chain footprint. The only problem is you have to have like a mint, like a centralized mint be- behind it. Um, so you're saying yeah. there's a way to like mix Nostra into this? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I think right now um, you can just post one of those huge uh, nuts, they call them. I don't know what they call them. <laughs> like a giant <laughs> base 64 piece of data where you can like send people money over. Um, so some people even even built UIs into Nostra clients where you can click a button to redeem them. Like right now in Domus, if you post a lightning invoice, it'll actually show a little widget with like the, the description of the invoice and you can click like um, click pay. Um, so people have done something similar with uh, eCash as well. So um, yeah, so I think Nostra is, again, a lot of people like not thinking about this, but it's a great way to experiment with like um, different types of Bitcoin protocols on top of this decentralized protocol. Like I, I wanted to build something where you could have, let's say, like a, 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 um, a multi-sig PSBT. Um, I don't know if I'm saying words that make sense to regular people, but mm-hmm. like a, a multi-sig PSBT where you can just like post it in a group chat and then collaboratively build up a multi-sig um, partially mm-hmm. signed Bitcoin transaction. Like there's all these like, other things you can do um, related to Bitcoin, which are a lot of fun. Um, and you just can't do that. Like I don't think Elon is going to implement this shit into X, right? He's probably going to have Dogecoin zaps before mm-hmm. <laughs> we have Bitcoin anything. So I think that's another yeah. thing where people still on X. It's like, is this really the future? Like he's basically trying to march down this like CBDC future where he controls all these payments. And and if he doesn't like what you say, or then you like fucking, you'll, it's just like PayPal all over again. I don't know why people are, you know, all gung ho about this like thing he's building here. But I don't know. I think we need to start building other solutions to get away from the future that he wants. Well, I definitely, I definitely uh, encourage you guys to keep building. I think that sounds like uh, a good thing. I'm definitely going to stay on Twitter all year and keep building up this, uh, this podcast and, build playing with all this tech but like man if you guys if you guys do live streams on on Noster, you know i we could definitely do some stuff i'm i'm, I'm down to experiment i think we're down to play with Noster. uh and is bitcoin news on Noster, rob yes we are there you go yes we are yeah and you can stream to zap stream and there's lots of other streaming solutions you can do um as well so so I, i've got a question like so, I mean, we saw a bunch of social media platforms explode, of course, in the early 2000s to the early 2010s. And then there was nothing really. And then TikTok took the stage, right? Um, so what lessons can be learned about how to bootstrap a brand new social media platform? Like, what can users do to help get the word out? What what lessons have you learned from the growth of other platforms like TikTok as of recently to help the growth of Damas and Nostra in general? I don't know. I think a lot of people are, you know, more conscious of the fact that, you know, they're basically becoming just products to these large tech corporations who don't have their interests in mind. Like people don't like to be feel like they're just they're sheep and they're being taken advantage of. So if we can leverage that as much as possible and like it's like, hey, look, we're trying to build like this, you know, network for individuals and, and free people and 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 you're not the product and uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what more we can do because I think that's an important enough mission to be like to like be advocating for. And I, and I like to say that Nostra is probably the only chance to actually we have to beat these big tech corporations because the biggest issue is like you need to build the network effects. Um, so what Nostra is as a protocol, it's a network effect building machine. Um, because anytime someone creates a new application on Nostra, it brings in a whole bunch of new users that now that join the network, right? Even though they're like. Um, another piece of the network, but the, as a whole, the network grows. So I, I still think Nostra is our only chance at, at, at beating this uh, uh, dystopian that we're marching toward. Nice. Yeah. And one other question I had was just how are different groups of people from around the world using it? I remember you mentioning something about how people in Japan use it completely different than, uh, say, Bitcoin users do in the West. 
Yeah, so that's another really interesting point. Um, so the Japanese users, they have a completely different way that they reply. They do something called air replies um, because it's actually like culturally some, considered to be somewhat rude to go up and um, like directly to reply to people. So you see like a, your whole feed is just people like air replying and not actually directly replying. And so they can start building their own clients that, um, that sorry, one sec. Um, yeah, so they can start building their own clients that focus on those particular use cases. And so cultures can actually build their own experiences on this network that fit them. And I think that's really cool. And we're starting to see that as well in, in Thailand. We have a huge community growing there. Um, so every now and then we'll see like a whole country like come online on Oster and it's really exciting. And in, in Japan, they even have their own relays where they can exclusively talk to each other in a geo-locked situation. So we no one can even see what they're talking about. And sometimes... That makes sense if you're a country and you, you want to have like something specific within your country that you want to talk about and you don't want the rest of the world seeing, you know, you can do that on this protocol, which is kind of cool. <laughs> That's wild. So uh, an, an air reply is like a quote retweet or something like that? It's literally like, you know, they're just hoping that they see the reply without actually directly replying. Um, <laughs> and right cool. now, like, I guess in Japan, it's small enough that it, that works. So I, I have concerns that that would work at a larger scale. But for now, it's kind of, they use it as like a big chat room that they'd use to talk to each other. That's funny. Right. It's like a chat room. <laughs> um, cool. Um, I, I have to ask you a question about uh, the badges. Going back to the badges real quick. Um is there like like what are these badges like? Is it because I mean I think there you know with the within the NFT world right there was this thing called the profile pictures there are the PFPs and those were actually the big ones on the, on the Ethereum world like the punks and a lot of these things were like PFPs they were one of one mints with like a generic ugly monkey picture or whatever and then that would be that that could actually get integrated into Twitter as a profile picture that's like like a feature-rich profile picture you could click and it would show your public address on Ethereum and take you to OpenSea and all this stuff. Um, are, are the badges sort of like that? Like, could you make customized badges with this protocol you were mentioning earlier? Yeah, so with the one ca caveat, which is the fact that they're, you know, I guess the Ethereum terminology would be that they're soul-bound. Like, you can't transfer them because it's not a blockchain. Right. right. You're just, you're, just create, you're minting them and then they just, they're associated with your account. Um, so there's no reason why you couldn't build a profile picture that has like soul bound, um, NFTs, if you were, I don't know if you, I guess you sure. call them. Um, and, uh, yeah, so like the, completely reasonable thing to do. And that's something that I eventually want to do. Maybe not with profile pictures, but maybe, um, as a way to support Damas, you could, let's say, buy some decoration for your profile. Like whether it's like a border for your profile picture, whether the profile picture itself, mm. maybe there's a banner that hangs down under your profile picture. Maybe there's a star that's next to your name. Um, so in some clients like Amethyst, they already have these, but I don't like those, the implementation of those clients because they just kind of just put these random images next to your profile and it just looks mm. ugly. I want it to be more like, you know, glowing avatars or something crazy, right? Um, mm -hmm. But you could totally do all that stuff. Um, and so if you're a big brand, like you want to sell something like if you're Nike and you want to, you know, you know, reward, like give achievements to like, you know, people, you can do that on the network, which is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. That's super cool. Um, and, and the soul bound nature of it, it would be soul bound to the public address. Yeah, so you can basically, um, you can gift it to someone and say, okay, you know, this at pub, this PubKey A is gifting the PubKey B and that pub, and that PubKey B can then either accept or reject that um, badge. And that's actually already spec'd out on Noster and, okay. and exists in some clients. So they can, they can accept or reject it, but they can't transfer it. 
yeah, it's not transferable. Not to say it's not impossible. Like you can imagine a situation where you have a, a new NIP that is more a centralized transferring mechanism that just mm-hmm. uses like a custodian to transfer somehow. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, me and me and Semisol, Semisol is another developer on the network. He's really good at spec stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've been talking to him a lot about potentially doing that. And it's it's very tricky because you, you have double spend issues. And obviously all the issues that Bitcoiners have figured out, right? So you'd probably need a blockchain for stuff like that. Yeah, you would need some sort of blockchain or maybe like taproot assets or something where they kind of like route things through the Lightning Network. But I guess, you know, but um, no, that's cool. I mean, again, like that goes back to this issue of like, you know, if, if your key gets hacked, you should, um, I, I, I'm sure this will get solved at some point. I, I like that idea. Like, like positive badges are cool, but like imagine negative badges, right? Like, you know, imagine some, some asset come, like, like Craig Wrong shows up on, on Nostra and starts shit posting, right? Like, can I send him a poop emoji, you know, and like have it stick to his public address, you know? And like, uh, you can, send I don't a want a badge if you want. Um, I don't, th- I don't think he has to accept that and he probably wouldn't display it on his profile. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like like that that's a crazy client i would like to you know i would like to exist right like one where they people can't reject the a badge and but you have to pay for the badge so if i gotta burn a thousand satoshis to create a poop emoji so that i can send them to craig wrong uh i would probably do that you could would create a that? client that literally just like if you put a poop emoji in a zap and you zap someone's profile it would just like throw people it would just show people throwing shit at the profile like, there's no reason why you could just build a client that does something like that it would be hilarious um but this is the way you can, this is the magic master you could totally build something that does that if you wanted to i love it i love it yeah somebody should definitely do that if, you, if somebody does that uh i will go on nostril and start you know but generally back. we try to keep it like people are generally nice to each other on Oster. So, right. but there's, you know, there's no reason why there couldn't be a client where people are just like, it's designed so, for people to fight and be <laughs> angry all the time. Like you could totally do that. I don't know why you'd want to use it, but for people who are yeah. angry and want to fight, that'd be a great client, I guess. Well, you you could like, uh, like, uh, attach it to Twitter somehow. So that like, you know, if somebody's not on, on the, on Oster, they could, you could, this client could potentially like, hold the username of the Twitter account and then you just throw 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 a poop emoji at their, you know, Nostr fork version. And then, you know, it, people can go and look what the reputation is on this. You know what I mean? Like a reputation tracking system. That would be, I think, uh, kind of interesting. Yeah, um, it's been talked about a lot as well, like reputation tracking on Nostr. Um, it's definitely, yeah. definitely doable. That's super interesting. Wow. All right. Well, I'm... I'm I got a full belly worth of Nostra information. Uh, I think it's been a very fun call. Is there anything else that you want to talk about or shout out or mention before we wrap it up? Sure. I guess I could shout out to some of the people who have been doing amazing work in Nostra. Obviously, we have one person in the crowd right here, Derek Ross. He's obviously, he's like the community manager of basically Nostra at this point. He's a great resource. If you're new to Nostra and you want to join, hit up Derek Ross. He can get you sorted with Lightning Wallets. You know, he'll get you... A Nostra address. So those are always fun. If you want a nice, cool little Nostra address, he runs Nostra Plebs. Um, yeah, and just everyone in the in this, this community is like an amazing community, and there's a lot of people doing just trying to build this into a, a future that um, that we're that is a, that's a future that's to be to be excited for. So I'm just really glad to be part of this community and uh, to be a part of this uh, thing we're building. And uh, I'm literally excited for this year and to see what we're we're going to build next. So definitely check it out. That's awesome. Yeah, Derek Ross, I'll give him a follow. And um that's that's fantastic. Um and yeah, let me let me give one more shout out to um 
to Beaver Bitcoin because thanks to them we get to do these shows. These shows obviously take take some prep work and we do a lot of promotion and we gotta you know we we really want to try and get a good conversation for everybody here and keep it tight and then we got to do some editing and so on so you know it's not for free we gotta we gotta put some work in and uh sponsors like beaver bacon are making it are making it happen so we're very grateful to them um and they're very useful especially to to canadians you know beaver bitcoin is canada's most user-friendly bitcoin on-ramp uh you can buy bitcoin instantly or set up a recurring purchase directly from your bank account and it's non-custodial so it'll send your corn directly to your bitcoin cold storage wallet right so it's it's uh it's a dollar cost averaging wallet for those that uh, haven't heard about them and uh it's built by bitcoiners for bitcoiners and it's easy enough to recommend to your family and friends so you can get your friends dollar cost averaging into bitcoin directly from your bank account out into their cold storage you can set up their cold storage for them and uh it's gonna be great and we're all gonna go to the moon and get girlfriends and it's gonna be awesome so Check out Beaver Bitcoin at uh, beaverbitcoin.com. And oh my God, there's dogs uh, going to war outside of my house. Um, just going to try to hide over here. But uh, <laughs> And uh, also this podcast is, uh, this conversation is recorded and it's going to be edited and published on my podcast at juangalt.com. And uh, we're now on Spotify. So if you're a Spotify uh, enjoyer, you can now find the Juan Galt show on Spotify, which is super cool. Uh, we're also on Fountain App where you can send saps and, you know, all saps are very uh, gracefully uh, accepted and, and appreciated. And uh, and you can also sign up to my newsletter and you'll get an email notification with the audio file, like just via, like it's just through Substack. So anyway, you can, you can, you'll get the podcast via email, very easy to use. Um, so yeah, you can listen to all the conversations we have with amazing, brilliant Bitcoin developer people and entrepreneurs and influencers and thinkers. So I'm um, really proud of this conversation. We're going to go hard this year. Um, hope you all had a great Happy New Year's and, 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 and Christmas. And uh, I hope you're ready for 2024. It's going to be completely insane and very exciting. And uh, I think the new bull run is coming and uh, I, I'm, I'm here for it. Let's go. Rob, final thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. That was an awesome conversation. Thank you, Will, for taking the time. Um, Really appreciate it. Definitely all the respect in the world for you going out there, having an itch and scratching it yourself and creating something for the rest of the world to jump on board and um, have fun with and to be free on. Right. I mean, that's uh, that's the future. Who knows how much longer we have the opportunity to discuss and share on platforms like this that are centralized so we need to start building solutions whether it's for money or for communication or for food or everything else that we we need as human beings to uh to thrive as a civilization so i appreciate the hard work that you're putting in and uh thank you juan for uh, conducting another brilliant conversation. Yes, this has been another brilliant episode of the Juan Galt Show. Thank you all so much for tuning in. And uh, may this be a great kickoff to the first weekend of 2024. All right, everybody. Until next Friday. We'll catch you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.